Welcome to the God Story Radio broadcast with Chaplain Lynn. I love to tell the story of unseen things above, of Jesus and his glory, of Jesus and his love. Good afternoon. This is Chaplain Lynn. God's story is a ministry outreach about our great, caring God being seen in and throughout His people's lives. Many say, does God care about me? Does He see what I'm going through? Does He know me personally? God's story tells of His great love for people like you and me. The greatest demonstration of His love is His precious Son, Jesus Christ, dying on the cross of Calvary for our sins. The veil between God and mankind has been torn open. Be encouraged as you listen to today's testimony from a changed life right here in the Miami Valley. I love to tell the story will be my theme in glory to tell Today, I'd like to introduce you to Cindy Clark Hoskins. Cindy serves her king as founder of Pure Image Ministries International, releasing the fire and glory of God's presence through prophetic revelatory teachings, visuals, the school of righteousness, tabernacle encounters, and divine prayer and worship assignments. Her ministry is national and international. Cindy is a spiritual pioneer and a woman born out of time who trains leaders in churches. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's so wonderful to have you today. Thank you. It's good to be here. I know you have a great testimony for all of us to hear. Yes, I do. God's been so good and so merciful in this hard season that I've walked through. Cindy was born and raised in Dayton, Cindy, would you like to tell us about your testimony of your early beginnings in Jesus Christ? Sure, I'd love to. Um, As a little girl, I'd always wanted to know God. And actually, when I was about four years old, the Lord took me to heaven. Praise the Lord. And yes, of course, I didn't understand it then. And he showed me a sea of people as far as the eye could see. And he said, the, the father saying, these are the ones that my son died for, and you will go to them. So he was sealed like his call on my life as a little girl. But as all of us know that have a call, there's great warfare. So there was warfare for a long time over my soul. And without going into particulars, needless to say, by time... Um, I got to the place where I hit rock bottom through many different um, roads that I went on. Um, the Lord he, he came. He drew you. Um, what age were you at when you um, hit rock bottom? It was in 85. I shouldn't say so, at. What age yeah, had you become? <laughs> what age had you become? Well, I was raised Catholic. Yes. And um, went to Christian school and always wanted to know God, but... 
I didn't really find him there. I found him after I hit rock bottom. And I was in my early 20s when I finally really surrendered and gave my heart to the Lord. Was there a particular place where you gave your heart to the Lord or ministry? or? Yes, there was. Actually, I don't know if you remember, but it was Christ's Life Sanctuary. Yes, I do. Okay. It was at Christ's Life Sanctuary where I gave my heart to the Lord. And the Lord had been drawing, and I'd had many dreams and many visions. But also, um, I had been married, and I also had a baby. And my husband, actually, uh, Dean Clark, had prayed for me during that time. He was part of the um, the choir there, and they prayed, and the darkness broke over my life that was trying to destroy it, and the Lord came in. And from that point on, oh my gosh, Lord, I want to know you. Who are you? Mm. Became the cry of my heart. Wow. You were seeking God with your whole being. Totally. And I went into long periods of study. I actually trained under Katrina Wilson for a little while there, became part of the choir, became youth group leader, um, even led the dance in the March for Jesus for many years and started doing prophetic dance. And right away, that calling of four started coming forth, filled with the Holy Spirit and started moving in those things, started being trained and getting my feet wet a little bit. What I love about Cindy is she has such a passionate walk with Jesus. Yes. Very, very passionate. I fell in love with Jesus. Um, he's my Savior. He's my Redeemer. You know, He literally snatched me out of the, the mouth of the wolf, so to speak. And I just fell in love with Him. And started praying and asking him, okay, who are you? The prayer turned into dance. The dance and song became part of my life and such worship. And he began to reveal himself to me, but he didn't reveal himself to me in ways that, you know, everybody has their own walk of the way God reveals them himself. And that's how he did. And one of the ways he did that was through worship and prayer mm. and showed me his heart right away for that. So um, I'll always be grateful for his love in my life. Of course, I couldn't feel his love then, and it became a journey of just transformation. And I just said, Lord, I want to know you. And of course, as he's starting to reveal his kingdom, he's starting to reveal his beauty and his love. That's when our heart begins to cry out, Lord, I want to be changed. Oh, hallelujah. And I want to be more like you. Mm. Yeah. And that's the main call of Christ for us, to be transformed into his image. It is. And that's where pure image yes, came that's from. that's where the name of your ministry came. Mm -hmm. Yes, it did. And, of course, at that point, I was just learning what purity was and finding that there were so many things that God had to teach me and just became a student for a while. I would have my concordance out and my Bible and different books and just study, study, study for many years because I had young kids and and um, just ate Jimmy Swaggart on the TV and uh, Richard Roberts and Oral Roberts and just hungry, hungry, hungry. And if you're really hungry, God will feed you. And so that was pretty much the beginning. And then he shifted me into the prophetic flow and took me actually to Marian Christian Center in the prophetic movement. 
and started moving into my call as a prophetess, which I had no idea what that meant, and started training under that and going to schools of prophets and the dance, prophetic dance, banners, all the visual things that show the kingdom of God and the holiness of who he is. Mm. So that was my next layer of training. There's been many, but that was the beginning of it. And so we would drive two hours to go and just be in worship. And I'd see the banners, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, and all the beauty realm of God. And it just captivated me. And I remember coming home one time, I think I cried two hours the first time I saw God's holiness Mm. all the way home. So God was drawing me in and creating something new in my life. You had deep touches of God. Very much. Yeah. From the time I was little, actually. Yeah. Oh, praise mm-hmm. the Lord. And your husband walked with you in this too, in the in the it, realm? Same he realm? did. Well, not really in the same realm. He actually uh, was um, sang in churches and different things before I met him. And he actually had backslidden. And when we came back together, him coming and praying for me caused him to go back to God. And so it was kind of a push and pull, kind of a, a thing for many years. And then we began to do worship together and lead the ministry together. Yes. Oh, that's so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And unity. unity. Yes, we came into a beautiful unity. And, you know, it takes time for unity because people have different perspectives. They have different ways they were raised, different things they did. And, um, of course... God is so faithful because he had to change us. You know, it's more important of who the man and the woman is before the ministry. And so that's actually what the prophet spoke to me in the earlier years was it was God was looking more for character and who we are as men and women of God before he birthed the ministry. Right. Then the ministry can be on a solid foundation. Exactly. Which is Jesus Christ. But we need to rise up to that foundation. I mean, walk on that solid foundation. And there are a lot of things we have to unlearn, too. We have to unlearn things. We have to be delivered from the way we think. Yes. We have to be delivered from so many things, even the way we see ourselves as a wife or a mother, you know, how that all fits together and the balance of all of it. So, yeah, it was quite the journey. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Yes. But you stayed on the journey, and you yes, you stayed on the path, and you pursued. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so... What, hard. Pursued hard. You pers- I know. Mm-hmm. She has a, a fervent heart for the Lord. I do. Well, it was. It's, I was it, born with it. I believe it was written on oh, me yes, from sure. before mm-hmm. the foundation of the world, because God writes on us the destiny and purpose that he has for our life. It takes us a while sometimes to grow into it, or to even agree with it. And that, I believe, is a process. Exactly. We appreciate your tuning in. You're listening to God's Story on WGNZ with Chaplain Lynn, speaking with Cindy Clark Hoskins. If you want more information, you can email me at chaplainlynnradio at gmail.com. Prophet Cindy, what was the next level of training that you went through? Well, we'll take a deep breath on that one. Um, what happened was out of the prayer and the worship and the dance and all the things that God was showing me, he was beginning to open up the beauty realm, which I call of the Lord. 
And that's when the Lord reveals his beauty. And when he reveals his beauty, it's terrifying to the enemy. And it's amazing place of warfare, but it's also a place of great immersion into the river of God. So the Lord began to move me in the river of God in a brand new way. Um, first of all, I want to share that after I, I, through each dimension of season of training came some really hard times. So like I was saying, we have to unlearn some things. So as God began to show me um, Pure Image Ministries International, as it was being birthed, of course, needed multiple coverings. So what he did is he took me and put me under Sister Gwen Shaw, who was a mighty general of prayer. Imagine that. And she had um, ETH.org, which is EndTimeHandmaidsAndServants.org. And what happened was I was working on some uh, dance in one of the schools. I told you a lot of prophetic dance. And it was um, Christian school in Troy. And one of my friends there had been going to Haiti for years. And the woman that she used to go to Haiti with, she wanted me to meet her. So one night in a dream, God showed me he wanted me to go to Haiti. What? Wow. So it was like when, when Paul was called over to Macedonia, come. That was what the dream was like. So the Lord called me into Haiti, and I needed to meet this woman, and it was a whole new level. Well, she had been under Gospel Crusade International for years. She had gone into Haiti for 30 years, and here I was now under a general. And this general had traveled with Sister Gwen also, so you can see how God started one season of training, another season of training, and then another season of training. And so with this, I started going to the nations. Wow. And that was a big one. Haiti was like one of my things I cut my teeth on. I mean, can you imagine? And then also the end time handmaids and servants had world conventions every year. So I started doing all the prophetic dance for that pioneering people in the dance, training them in the dance, teaching on that, teaching on the beauties, beauty of the Lord, worship. And then we started with um, ushering in the ark. So the Lord just introduced me to this incredible realm of majestic glory. Mm. And so she would, we would have prayer meetings in the morning and all the flags of the nations would be all around all around the uh, huge ballroom, which was a whole nother shift as well. Sister Gwen had all of her books. She would have early morning prayer and worship, and we'd go around the whole ballroom praying over all the nations. Oh, how awesome. What a wonderful experience. Life-changing. Oh, how awesome. And so we had different people come in for the world conventions. It was amazing place of training so you got the prophetic you got the apostolic there you've got the pastors you're meeting you're meeting tribes of people from africa you're meeting tribes of people from india you've got tables of everybody you got shofar tables and you got prayer shawl tables and then you got tabrets and everything and so i was just smack dab god immerse me into it mm. yeah so you can just hear that stretch. <laughs> but what God was doing was enlarging me to be able to contain and carry what he was wanting me 
to run with later. So it was an amazing time. Her teachings were so rich in the morning, sitting at her feet, lots of healings, lots of deliverances. And of course, it would just go on. And it was a week-long conference. So if you're hearing my voice and you ever have a chance to do that, it's phenomenal. Uh, it's different now. Sister Gwen has passed, and Sharon and her husband, Phil, are the head of it. But it is um, just life-changing. So that was the next area of training. And from there came Honduras, um, many different nations. I was, And then uh, my friend Joyce um, was doing women's leadership. So I started teaching women's groups in Haiti with her. And the women would come from miles from the mountains to come and hear the word of the Lord. So they didn't have, like Joyce would go and we'd buy little tablets and pens and pencils for them and we would teach them. Now keep in mind, these are all the women that we trained before the earthquake came to Haiti. So I went in and out of Haiti for 12 to 15 years. Phenomenal, life-changing, so many stories. Worked with um, um, just different apostles and prophets and talk about an incredible journey. Haiti. Mm. I love Haiti. I love you Haitians. I'm part Haitian in my heart. (laughs) And then, of course, you had that going with End Time Handmaidens and connecting with people that were already doing prayer assignments in Honduras already doing prayer assignments in Israel. Israel was a big piece as well. And so God just began to interwoven inter- this incredible tapestry of training is what I call it. Oh, how rich, how rich. What a wonderful experiences you have had in the Lord. And he's expanded you mightily, hasn't he? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Cindy, from all this training, then you were led into another area. Would you like to tell us about that? Well, the ways of the Lord are incredible. And His ways are so much higher than ours. And that word higher, by the way, means deeper. And I was um, at a place where there was some different things happening in my personal life as well. My mom and dad both started getting real sick. And... Um, it was a really hard time. I was having trouble in my marriage and there was a lot of warfare going on. And so the Lord spoke to me one day in prayer and he said, um, you're not going to be able to travel as much right now. You're not going to need to be close to home. And he said, I want you to rent out a hotel room now And I want you to start teaching all I've been teaching you. I'm like, what? This was a whole new level. And I knew God's, I knew God's voice. And he said, the first thing I want you to teach on is my voice, the voice of the Lord. And so I was nervous. I'd led the March for Jesus. I knew different people. I was connected in, in many different places, but this was a new place of faith for me. It was really stretching me to have my own meeting now, you know. And so I said, yes, Lord, anything you you ask. And um, Sister Gwen had been teaching us about surrender and surrendering to what God's will and purpose was in our life. 
And I didn't know how sick my mom was at the time, and I began to teach at the same time. And so I went and rented out a local hotel room in Huber Heights and began to write it right every week on what God wanted me. I had no idea it would become a 15-year school of righteousness. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. So it was the beginning, and it was the voice of the Lord, and then it was, Be holy, for I am holy. It was, and so God took different layers of training, but between, as birthing this whole school now, with each layer came another death. So I lost my mom to cancer. She was covered in tumors. It was horrible. Um, my dad was really sick right after that, too. And in the meantime, the school was being birthed. So out of great pain, God brings something of glory. It doesn't always come from the high places, beloved. It comes from the places of great pain, suffering, and surrender. So we began to rent that, wrote, wrote the first three, and we had to went from hotel room to hotel room to place after place, and they became manuals, they became booklets, and now there's 15 different teaching and training manuals. Is there a, a way that people can obtain your training manuals? Yes, they can. We have a website. It's www.pureimageministries.org. And my email is pureimage at juno, J-U-N-O dot com. And if you're wanting me to come speak and minister and uh, release the fire and glory of God's presence uh, in your region, in your church, teaching, training leaders, all the different assignments that God gives me, you can contact me there. Um, you actually have to order the manuals. I haven't touched the web page in about four years, so it needs updated because I went through another crisis and trauma that we will talk about in the next session. But yes, that's how you can obtain them. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I'm sure that our listening audience will be interested in obtaining some of your materials because I know they're rich and they're full. Oh, yes. And you've spent a lot of time seeking the Lord and Putting down what he has told you to put down. Training materials. Praise the Lord. And maybe a lot of ministries would like some mm -hmm. of your materials too, Cindy. Yes, that would be wonderful. For To God be all the glory. It's, it's his revelation. It's his Holy Spirit. And as we walk it in each place, he teaches us more. Amen. And that's how they are. They're kind of like in different levels, too. So when, when I would have my table at World Conventions, some people would be just kind of at the beginning and learning the voice and learning to come out of different things and then learning about the Holy Spirit. And then others would be ready for leadership things on the lover judge and God's army arising and, you know, different things that God walked us through through the many years. So, yeah, Um People are still asking how to get them. I'm looking at trying to get them on Amazon. And I'm also going to be launching the school again uh, before too long. So we can keep you posted on that. Prophetess Cindy, please tell us about the birthing of the tabernacle. Birthing, that's a word, huh? In birthing, there is a great pain and expansion 
and you're stretched beyond belief. All you women know that out there. So it's the same thing when you're birthing something in the spirit. So out of the school that we talked about, the Lord had us start birthing visuals along with the revelation that he was given us. And I had studied the tabernacle for about 12 years before as a place that God took me when I wanted to just seek who he was because that's the pattern of worship and it's the pattern of the sun and we are the tabernacle and it's birthed of heaven and it's pure. So as God began to show us, okay, I want you to design a laver. I want you to uh, bring forth a lampstand. I want you. And then what he did is he started opening up each realm and with each realm of revelation and truth of who he is came a huge visual of an 18 foot veil, an 18 foot menorah. And so each one was birthed through a divine prophetic assignment as well as the school. So say we were doing, I was doing a class, let's say God said do a class on the Holy Spirit, then out of that something would be birthed, and then out of that another piece of the tabernacle would be added to the point that through the years now a full-blown tabernacle revelatory glory encounters began. Wow. Oh, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> So what we were beginning to see was God was waiting to meet with his people. And he wanted us to create such a place that he could meet with his people. I'm going to share something with you because the Lord is telling me it's okay. But after my mother died, the Lord took me into heaven again. And we had been creating the tabernacle and many were getting healed and delivered in his presence as we would just watch. And he took me into heaven when I didn't want to go forward anymore. And the Lord was sitting in like a, um, like one of his chambers. So beautiful, so majestic. And he said, I want to thank you for creating a place that I can meet with my people. And he robed me as Esther in this beautiful orchid purple dress. And I could go on. So the tabernacle began to expand even more, started getting invitations to come and teach on the tabernacle, teach on the different realms of the tabernacle and the presence of the Lord in his living tabernacle. Oh, amen. How beautiful, Cindy. How beautiful. So the Lord was waiting to meet with his people, and that's what he wants. Thank you for tuning in today to God's Story. We pray that you have been blessed. Make sure that you tune in next Wednesday at the same time, 1.30 p.m., for another edition of God's Story. If you'd like to reach God's Story, you can email chaplainlynnradio at gmail.com. Jesus made peace through the blood of his cross to reconcile all things unto himself. Part of that all things is you and me. To reconcile is to restore to union and friendship after estrangement. God's deepest desire is to be close to you and to share his heart with you. He desires a deep, intimate relationship with you, wanting to walk and talk with you day by day. He does walk with us and talks with us through his written word, the Bible. The Bible tells God's story through the ages. God has a story that he would like to impart into your life. He loves to make himself known to his children. 
May your heart be open and may your eyes see God's gracious loving hand move in your life today. Isn't it wonderful while living here on this earth that the creator of the universe who made you and me wants to be part of our lives? Jesus brought restoration of what has been stolen from us, true peace while living on this earth. John 14:27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. The lovely hymn written by Warren Cornell, Wonderful Peace has these words, Peace, peace, wonderful peace, coming down from the Father above, Sweep over my spirit forever, I pray, in fathomless billows of love. This is Chaplain Lynn saying, Happy trails to you until we meet again. Happy trails to you until we meet again. Happy trails to you. Until we meet again Happy trails to you Keep smiling up